Welcome back. We've got Nick Griffith and Lisa Farr Elixifiers here on the Cat and Cloud Coffee Podcast. Hey guys, welcome to the Cat and Cloud Coffee Podcast. Before we get into chatting with Nick Griffith and Lisa Farr from Elixir Specialty Coffees, Jared and I have a couple quick updates for you. Uh, we got a couple new coffees in on the website. Tell them what's going down, Jer. Well, we still have that Lemuseca that is tasting very fantastic. Get your hands on some of that. And we have a new coffee from Guatemala called Victor Benavante. Benavante. Yeah. All right. It's from uh, <laughs> it's from Luis Pedro Zelaya's mill. Yeah, all that other stuff was real. I was like, Victor, is that the right name? And we're Victro. That's why I was tripping. R.O. Yep, Victro, Benavante. That coffee's very nice. <laughs> very nice? It is very nice. It's fucking fantastic. <laughs> Well, I think that's it for the updates. Yeah, I believe that covers it. If you Let's need anything, email us info at catandcloud.com or uh, either one of our names, Jared or Chris at catandcloud.com. Yeah. We'd and love to help. I know we've been crushing this thing for a while, but for those of you who listen, thank you so much. And if you want to take the time, log on to iTunes and subscribe, rate, and review us. It helps us rank up there at the top so people who want coffee information can find it really easily. Mm-hmm. So Tell your friends. If you do that, we love you forever. And we're going to talk to Nick and Lee and listen in because this is going to blow your effing mind. All right. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Cat and Cloud Coffee Podcast, where the radio exists without the internet. Holy crap. (laughs) Three commas. Three commas. If you're not in the Trace Commas Club, get the fuck with it. Let's get real over here. This is Chris Baga hanging out with Jared Truby across the room. We're both wearing red t-shirts and gray hats. It's a real thing. And we're sitting across from Nick Griffith, who just slapped a Mickey Mouse sticker on him. I gave it to him. And Lisa Farr from Elixir Specialty Coffee. That's not Lisa. That's not Lisa, that's Lee. Lee Safar. Safar. Not Lisa Far. Not Don't Lisa do it. Effa. No. Lee Safar. It's like a safari without the eye. There it is. And then all of a sudden Lee Safar comes on the stage. Yeah. Who yeah. the hell are How'd you? you guys meet? I got Lee fired. Ah. Is that true? Yeah, true story. What? Wait, he half Classic got me fired. Nick Griffin. He, he half got me fired. I got a I got fired because I was friends with Nick Griffith. And because I intimidated my boss too much. You're pretty intimidating. Classic Lisa Far, actually. <laughs> totally. He actually said those words to me. Did he really say those words? Yeah, no shit. You intimidate me? Yeah, I he's like, let's here. face it, like, your personality and my personality, we're never going to work together. You intimidate me too much. I'm like, Ooh. you're the fucking yeah, owner of the shop. <laughs> Did you say tiny pee-pee? <laughs> oh, please, can we say, No. <laughs> We're not mentioning who it is no, because I don't want to uh, no. promote his business at all. Yeah. It was here in LA, obviously. Well, nice. it was in We're LA. Close We're close LA. enough to LA. Yeah, yeah. Like just yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, no one really wants to talk about someone with a tiny pee pee. <laughs> yeah, no, no LACMA pee pee. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, n- that was during. <laughs> so, Nick got you fired. Nick got me fired. But just for being your friend? No, well, it was during the years that Nick hated of his job. He uh, he yes. was a salesman and mm-hmm. he worked into he walked into where I was working. Yeah. And uh, we started talking and we have a lot in common. We're talking about right. cars and coffee and lots of just stuff. Yeah. And then I think the first time that Nick was at the machine was a couple of hours, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was weird. It was one of those things where like I think we've all had these experiences in our lives where you meet somebody and you're just like, oh, we're going to be friends forever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah. 
It was like that. It yeah. was immediate. And, That's cool. And this guy felt super intimidated by Nick. Well, he's all he wanted to be me. Jaw. Good comb. <laughs> yeah, totally. He was like a, a comb f- over. It's <laughs> not a comb over. You got a thick mane. What are you talking about? <laughs> feel my hair. Feel my hair. Oh, I'm feeling it. Look, right I now. can attest. You know, it's funny. So many people comment to Nick about his hair. It's and not a comb over, you guys. <laughs> and they're like, how much work it must take for Nick Griffith to do his uh-uh. hair. I, don't I have think a seen lot. Nick. Mm-mm. No, he walks out Natural. of the shower, grabs his fingers and rubs it through yeah. his hair and that's it yeah you know, I I, we have to oh wait let's back this up she's never seen me walk out <laughs> no of i have shower. never seen him walk out of a shower, <laughs> he walks out of the shower. i love his wife she's amazing <laughs> she's like my sister <laughs> hey, he's sure. my brother it's not like that at all for I anyone who's like it's like yeah, yeah no 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 brother walk out of the shower you know? oh, no no i've never seen nick griffith naked or walk out of a shower for <laughs> the record no life is incomplete <laughs> yeah, that's awesome yes well i I have, well, <laughs> and it's exactly like you described. <laughs> I have no doubt. I just now had a visual of all. <laughs> anyway, you're welcome, Lisa. Yeah, Barr. thank you. <laughs> I was not a shower; it was a steam bath. <laughs> <laughs> uh, not in my <laughs> the pools of Kyoto. <laughs> yeah. Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> I will be surprised if we finish this thing oh, within shit. five no, hours. Right. hours this is the best episode yet. <laughs> <laughs> just, people are at least going to be entertained and be like, these assholes. It's going to be an epic these nine-parter. These fucking elixir people don't <laughs> yeah. know shit. We haven't even talked about elixir. Where we have yeah. talked about naked Nick. Yeah. yeah. Naked and Nick his hair. I, w- I will great. say, though, like once... Once you did see Nick Griffith naked? No. I, <laughs> I started going to like a proper barber, and it's kind of amazing how, oh, if you have yeah. a really nice cut, how little time it takes yeah. to That's do the point, right? your hair and make it look awesome. Yeah. You know? Jared knows what I'm talking about. Yeah, I know. When you get a good cut, it is. Just, yeah. You get out of the shower and yeah, you so do boom. the move, you mm-hmm. knock your thing Jared just knocks his headphones off. Yeah. Yeah. So after Nick got you fired, then what I was I had been living in LA by uh, for a couple of years at that point, and I was in the music industry that was kind of, I was a releasing music artist. and. Oh. Where can we find your tunes? Everywhere. Cool. Yeah, I was shortlisted for the Twilight soundtrack, so kind of made a big deal out of it. And for real? Yeah, no, for real. Wait a second. <laughs> Is that maybe why I'd seen, like, I'd, no, I'm just kidding. I haven't listened to the sound. Did you really get on there? I didn't get on the soundtrack. I was shortlisted for oh, it, so whoa. all the press that was around it was ridiculous. Like, she got downloaded 10 million times, and there were... Huh. I feel like I... I was on the Twilight cast tour, and... Bunch you should know Jared's a big Twilight fan. <laughs> I just can't stop thinking about it. No, I just felt like I knew your name. That's all. Yeah, Before there was that. a whole. Was there like crazy? I was like touring and she's it was fucking famous. Jared. MTV Hollywood were writing about it a whole bunch of shit and gotcha. it was a bit big. Like I don't follow that stuff, but if I'd have read it, I'd have remembered it and been like, "Why do I know that name?" Yeah, so that would have been maybe a thing. Cool. Congratulations. Thanks. Yeah. It was so a minute just, ago. Just to <laughs> clarify, no prior experience with coffee per se at this point. No, no, I had been in... Co- so I... Yeah, yeah, dig deep. Let's get into this. But you can't talk about the place. Well, no, no, no. <laughs> it's a Lee thing. Yeah, yeah, I don't, yeah. No, so I I had a corporate career before I got into coffee. Okay. I was a senior business analyst for IBM. Okay. That's international business machines. It is international <laughs> business machines. Not many people actually know it. <laughs> IBM you were a senior machine. analyst? Yeah, business analyst, yeah. And project manager. Interesting. You and Chuck Jack should talk. Should we? I mean, he's a financial analyst. It's similar, but not the same. Yeah, senior as well. Senior. Yeah. Not just normal. <laughs> he's snoring. 
Are you Nick calling Phillips me boring or Chuck? He's a financial one? analyst, and you're, you were an analyst. You guys, I want to hear really about how you got into talk, coffee. Good conversation. How did you well, get into what coffee? What is this? Like we heard all about Nick. Let's get let's get some nuggets from you. So I I did a genetics degree, and then of I of course. What the hell's wrong with you? Yeah, I, I know. know. So intimidating. That is intimidating. I'm intimidating. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be. So I did a genetics degree and uh, couldn't. I didn't want to work in a lab. It was too boring for me. So I found my way into work with numbers because I love numbers and project management and was in corporate for a whole bunch of years. And then music came into my life after a long time and decided I fucking hate corporate and it's soulless. (laughs) And I said that if I heard myself say that I was going to quit and do something that I really love one more time, I'm going to do it. And I was really curious about coffee and loved it and knew that there was an emerging kind of culture happening, Mm -hmm. but I didn't understand what it was. And the word specialty coffee hadn't even come into the the whole thing. It was just that I loved coffee and I wanted to learn how to be of service to people. And so coffee was going to be the way that I did that. How do I engage someone's day with the opportunity to be of service to them? but be of service to myself at the same time by not being in an environment that was shitty and mm-hmm. soulless. And at this time, were you in the U.S. or Australia? Australia. So, Australia. And you guys have an awesome espresso culture. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. we have a really great... Nick got to see when he was out there earlier this year. It's it's. I've been in specialty coffee for 12 years mm-hmm. and, and only specialty coffee. That's how... And it's quite well developed. Um, so, yeah, I left the corporate world to do music and coffee. And sheesh, that sounds awesome, actually. I know it it's was pretty it. rad. It was, we just need to do music, also. We talked about that. We're having a rough go at that one. We can do music together. <laughs> I've got some experience in it. Yeah, I'm terrible. At <laughs> I, it can, right now. I can help you along it the might way. It might be the dream long term. You, you never know. know. You don't have enough long term dreams, boys. Well, <laughs> and nothing keeping you occupied we just right now. have a nice cover band. We do right now. We're uh, right now. We're like, if we could pull off a cover band, then we don't have to make up the songs. To That's start. the only place you'll make money in music today. Cover bands? Yeah, I would love to crush a cover band. Dialed in. Which uh, which band would you cover? Dayman. Oh. <laughs> I wish everybody could have seen that. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I'd cover Muse. <clears throat> yeah, no, that's not bad. Thanks. You're welcome. It's not bad. Coming I'd from a professional, that means a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I got Lisa Far over here. <laughs> Sister of Jasmine Jafar. All right. Oh. Oh. So you so got y- out. You got out. So I got out and, and everyone was like, no, nah, she's going to go back into corporate. There's no way that you can actually make any money in coffee. But our industry, you get kind of well paid as a barista. Like really well paid. In as Australia? Barista. Yeah. 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 Really well paid. I would also argue, and we're going to have another episode with Chuck Jack talking about this, mm-hmm. that if you run a good business, there is money to be made in coffee. I agree. But uh, most companies don't run great businesses. I agree with you. And um, yeah, but we because we have a well-developed coffee culture, our, our customers uh, have high expectations. So we have mm-hmm. to work really, really hard to make sure that it's my coffee machine they're coming to. Yes. Keep going. <laughs> had to look. It's been sitting there for a minute. Yeah, yeah. So what are you looking at? Your stuff. That's not coffee. That, that's coffee. N- Elaborate on that for the people <laughs> that are stuff. just listening. Uh, no, I haven't <laughs> seen Nick Griffith naked and he's not looking at my stuff. <laughs> quotes. She's doing quotes. I'm looking at a SL28 Gaturi. By? 
Uh, our friends, Edition Coffee Roasters. That's correct. I don't know where that the is. The rad humans in Sydney that are Edition Coffee Roasters. I just saw the packaging and it was facing away from me and I didn't know if it had to do with your uh, elixir bottle, which happens to be sitting right next to it, which we're almost to the story of that. Yeah. Okay, keep going. Anyway, so uh, then I'm I'm in the music career, having a music career as well as coffee because I, I couldn't not do both. I was really passionate about all of it. Yeah. And uh, I was I came to LA doing music stuff, writing an album, recording an album, doing all that kind of stuff. Really. Were you vocal? Yeah, vocal. All vocals. Or vocal and piano. Well? Piano. Um, and left a you know left a life that was very safe, marriage, corporate job, all that. Left it and followed two dreams and uh, turned out pretty well. Went back to Australia, uh, kept working in espresso in specialty coffee and was at a cafe in Bondi Junction and a very happy accident happened. Called you were baking a cake or something. You started telling me the story. I did, but you you told me not to tell you. Oh, is that the one? Yeah. I don't remember how I told you. (laughs) (laughs) I was baking a cake. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I don't know. Is that right? I don't know what's happening. Are, we, are we getting into Inception right now? I don't know. It feels a little bit Inception. Is this like, like I the jump say. off right now? Yeah. Was this Spanish? I let's fucking let's fucking jump off this thing, dude. I want to hear about you baking this cake. Is that is that the story we're gonna tell? It's not a cake. It really is a cake. Oh, it is a cake. Well, no, you were right. Yeah. I barely remember this story, but I remember stuff. <laughs> Lee, you should retell the story. Yeah. Lee, I think. Let's tell tell me story. how it happened. I was working at a place called the Cook and Baker in Bondi Junction. It's a high-end uh, bakery, and we—I was the head barista there. <coughs> Excuse me. Have some of this refreshing elixir. And then that tastes good. Product <laughs> placement. He's pro- placing the product, so it's fine. It would be wankerish if I placed. The I'm product. a closer. <laughs> <laughs> Tonight, the Cat and Cloud podcast is powered by Elixir. Specialty coffee. Okay. Mm. And uh, so we wanted to expand the coffee program there, but there wasn't enough room to do so. So I uh, spoke to the bakers about creating a dessert mm. that had coffee in it, but it need, needed to be a high-end dessert. I didn't want – I wanted it to be a little more intelligent than just shoving espresso in a brownie. Right. So I decided I wanted to create a ginger and cardamom cake with vanilla bean buttercream and on top a coffee poached pear. I want that too. Sounds delicious. Right now. And uh, the challenge was how do we create a poached pear that has the nuances of the single origin in it so that you can actually taste with if it had stone fruits in it or it had spice in it or whatever. But it had to come from the coffee. It didn't have to come from a flavoring that was also added. And that was a big challenge. And then um, Elixir, at the time I was really into, and I still am very much more so now, into cymatics and sacred geometry and consciousness. And it's like the center of everything about me. Mm -hmm. And uh, Elixir was supposed to be the poaching fluid for the pear. I tasted it and never poached a pear. Like I got this whole thing going on right now. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Your heart doesn't need the pear. The pear does not deserve this. Yeah. Not at all. I tasted it and then put my shoes on, went straight down to my local and said to the head barista, I'm like, 
And I want you, Paul, to taste this and tell me if I'm fucking delusional or not because I think that this is going to be huge. And he tasted it and he went, I don't understand what's going on here. This is crazy. What is it? I'm like, it's coffee. He's like, bullshit. (laughs) I'm like, no, no, seriously, this is coffee. And there was a sommelier standing there. And he's like, Jimmy, come here. And he called him over. He's like, you have to taste this. And Jimmy sipped it and he looked up to the right. And then he sipped it again. And then he looked up to the left. And he's like, what the fuck is this? I'm like, I just made it. And he's like, so can I have a liter of it? (laughs) I'm like, he's like, how did you make it? I'm like, I can't tell you. Yeah. Immediately I knew I can't (laughs) fucking tell anybody anything. (laughs) And then um, I started finally using my science a bunch of years later. And when I realized that this was going to be really huge, a couple months later, I called Nick and I'm like, hey, dude, what are you doing for the next four or five years? <laughs> literally, wasn't it? Yeah, and I literally said, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing next week, but um, I'll listen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure pouring drinks <laughs> yeah. on the side, I don't know. No, but this is how the, the Google Hangout went. Yeah. Hey, Nick, what are you doing for the next four or five years? And I'm drinking this thing. And he's like, what? And you know what's, <laughs> what? And then he's, all, what is, he's like, that? what is that? <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's like, I've seen you post about it. What is it? Yeah. I'm like, I'm going to send you a non-disclosure. He's like, send it and I'll sign it right now. And he did. Yeah. And so we talked about it. And I talked to him, was telling him about this whole thing, an elixir rainbow. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if I've told you this, but I, s- I took a snapshot of the screen when you first saw the elixir rainbow and he's like leaning into the screen going (laughs) (laughs) hashtag surprised face (laughs) surprised face yeah he's like what the fuck and uh it does look cool the elixir rainbow yeah it's kind of bizarre like my my science brain naturally went there i'm like fuck i need to test this at every hour i could possibly do it right and then i started at one and went to 24 i went shit this looks cool right and it immediately became part of the brand. <sighs> Go so, on, you want to ask? No, no, no. I mean, well, what's the elixir rainbow? Let's taste it. All the stuff, you know. Come yeah. on. I mean, there's like there's a million questions okay. that people have. I've seen the picture of the elixir rainbow. It's amazing. So you've got from you brew or however I don't want to call it brewing because that Dude. might not be it. It looks great. Did I saw that? that picture. Yeah, I saw it this afternoon. Is that from okay, yesterday? Well, let's, yeah, it's great. Let's just like. Yeah, that's amazing. Let's dial this back like three notches for people who are listening and have never <laughs> like, heard of this. What's happening? And they're like, what the fuck are you what talking about? What is Elixir? Yeah. So in a nutshell, and we can go deep as we want on this because we're here, but what is Elixir for someone who's never seen it or heard about it? It's a new, brand new, cold coffee Yes. that tastes nothing like any other coffee you've ever had before. I can and, attest and when to that. We, and when we say that, like we had an elixir rainbow tasting in San Diego yesterday and spent legitimately about 15 minutes saying to everybody, everything you know about coffee, put it to the side and, and it doesn't taste anything like cold brew. It doesn't taste watered down. It doesn't taste like anything you've ever experienced in coffee. And I know that sounds like a wank, like, or a sales pitch or something like that. But the reason we say that is because this drink engages your brain in such a big way. And because we've all drunk so much coffee in all different iterations of how coffee is expressed, mm-hmm. 
and I and I often say to people, this is not like somebody put a a drink down and said to you, this is Sauvignon Blanc. It's like someone came up to you and said, this is wine. Mm. Like that's how different it is. It's a good way to talk about it. Right. Yeah. Because it's interesting that you said it's not cold brew because I know that everybody that's listening who hasn't had it or heard about it is like, okay, cold coffee. Right. Some kind of cold brew. Yeah. Okay. Uh, watered down toddy. Yeah, that's yeah, what everybody thinks. Exactly. Like whatever dilution level they're thinking of yeah. in yeah, their yeah. mind. But it's totally not. It's not that. And like you, you guys can actually have had it. tell just yeah. by looking at it. You can definitely tell by if looking at it. If you haven't seen it, it doesn't even look like coffee. If you watered cold brew down it would not enough, like, enough. like it, you wouldn't taste anything. Nothing. If it looked like pee. Which is what everyone thinks this looks like. Some for looks some like well hydrated pee. Yeah. And some looks like not so true. well hydrated. Yeah, pee. like if you took a bunch of vitamins. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the amber color. Be yeah. At the twenty-four test, yeah. hour. Yeah. Right. Right. So, you guys have had it. You know that it doesn't taste watered down at all. You no, can we do it? Let me see. Yeah, you've been waiting, but you can't. Yeah. So, you've got your rainbow. Yeah. You've got your one through twenty-four. Yeah, I'm guessing, th- but just by colors that we've got, like what different? Uh, I, I do you do go by like TDS level? How does this work? Yeah, we've got TDS readings for yeah. everything. So is it like less to more, or is it is that how you do it? So hour way? one is hour one, right? Yeah, and yeah. then we just it's same recipe, same beans. Yeah. For that rainbow, nothing gotcha. changes except the amount of time it took to elixify it. Okay, gotcha. And then. And in general, is that potency of flavor then is the way we could speak of it? So the flavor, people think or that as different. you're going through the rainbow that it's just going to get more intense. So, you know, if there's stone fruit flavors mm-hmm. or cinnamon or whatever, like that's what it's just going to taste more like that. It doesn't. It tastes, See that one? it tastes different. I mean, so you yes. got the same coffee here at six and 14 hours. Yeah. That's so this will be a good way for us to maybe yeah, talk, which we is why talk about it and describe it on the hold, internet. Hold those up in the air. Yeah. Up in the air. Yeah. Okay. So we got yeah, one. So that's we're like looking at two vials: one that's a six-hour, one that's fourteen-hour. Some would say it'd be like a white honey versus one, yeah. a uh, yellow or red honey. They're color. different. They're different colors. They're just different you can colors. Tell. Yeah, different hues of the same color. Yeah. perhaps. no doubt, no doubt, in a nice sleek packaging. Uh, yeah, it's I do like the packaging. It's it's nice. It is. It's it's a it's different in America. We can't source those bottles. In so oh, really? that's a thing. Yeah, hold on. I'll take. I'll do this right here, and then I'll hold them up for you. So she's taking pictures of me. So yeah. just getting eyeballs on these bottles. I'm a little curious if you're buying. If you want to buy elixir, or when you sell elixir, start I'm opening to sell these elixir. while we're talking about this. Get ready. Yeah, when you when okay? you do open, it, yeah, yeah, open it, but make sure like the we aroma can, is a big part too? of it. Okay. Get, get your nose in there. Wait, we'll I want to get, get our close. noses in it together. Hang on, we're gonna wait. Crack it right by the microphone so people can hear <sighs> what it no, feels like. There's no. There's no. Not, not much yet. Listen to this. Wow, that was very Literally. silent. <laughs> <laughs> there's a scent. There's a scent. Okay. Smell the cap. Let me smell oh, the cap. There's I, some residual. Residual. I'm kind of <laughs> bummed out that you guys can't smell anything there on the radio. But there's nothing we can out. do about it. You're going to have to deal with this because this is important. You'll have to get Can some I open elixir. both of them at the same time or should I go? Yeah, yeah. Okay, good. Because it's happening no matter what you say. This elixir is from Australia. So is there a this certain. Is quite a bit different. Let me see. So I've got a six hour and a 14 hour. I just opened the six hour yeah. first. It's a slightly lighter shade. Oh, yeah, they're very different. Yeah, very, very different. Yeah. Will you be able to purchase like certain hour brews or do you buy the rainbow? You know what I'm saying? How does it work? Or is one. Hour of the rainbow optimize the one that you're gonna sell. Uh, so far, we're we're doing two hours at 
cafes that want to carry it. Okay. So Copa Vida right now, um, they've got usually it's a, a lesser hour, like a six or an eight, and then a, a deeper hour of uh, 14, 15, 16, somewhere in there. Gotcha. Uh, it's a really great sales tool for them as well because it's something that's so new. Somebody will see it or not really know what to think about it, not really know how to compare it to anything that they've ever tried before. So buying right. another hour helps. So Chris is afraid of caffeination late at night. But I'm, I'm understandable. Anyway. But you don't need to worry about it with these. Yeah, not at all. Yeah. We've had the caffeine tested. Um, we know what's in it. Yeah. And it also affects you differently than coffee. Interesting. Caffeine, which is strange. Oh. Um, so at the at the extremes, like the one hour to the 24 hour, uh, the caffeine level is about as much as a cup of tea okay. to about as much as a cup of coffee. Okay. Ah, gotcha. Gotcha. They're yeah. very... The finish on them is so different. So, so, so different. And the finish is actually in my, like, one of my favorite things because yep. it's lasting, right? Yeah. And it keeps developing. It keeps developing. As especially you, right yeah. now, especially with 14. But I mean, I got to go back because that's here, also try a thing. It. Dude, check the finish on six here. Just fuck with that for a second. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead. You taste 14 again. <laughs> <laughs> and everybody just keep thinking about what it's like to watch us drink stuff, <laughs> <laughs> to listen to you drink stuff. Mm, it's like a bird bath in your mouth. Oh, but it's different, yeah. Can I have a bit? No, of your own beverage yeah, yeah. that you created? That Tell came no, all the way Jared. from Australia? Tell her no. So, so you can get this at Copa Vida in Pasadena. In Pasadena right currently. now. Is that um, the only place in the U.S. that has this currently? Uh, Le Comtois. Um, it's a Ooh, small like restaurant that. in Koreatown, Los Angeles. Okay. Chef Gary Menez has a basically an omakase-style uh, tasting menu, and it's all... Primarily veg- vegetables okay. and fruits that he's grown at his garden. Okay. Uh, it's limited to between 8 to 12 people, and it's a locked door kind of experience. Like, you go in there, it is you, the chef, and everybody else who's there talking about the food. And, and he is serving you. That's fun. Yeah. <clears throat> so, for me, my personal taste is I'm a 14 guy compared to 6. When I like them both. That's not very American of you. I will say that. I feel like the 14. Really? Yeah. Really? The, I mean, would you say the 14 is, it's got like a, like almost like a deeper. It's very uh, hard. I don't know. It's, it's hard, really to, hard describe. to describe. But, and, and that's kind of, I think, why it's so awesome, right? And that's the thing. Like when we say to people, put everything that you know about coffee aside when you're tasting this, because it's a rare, it's that rare that we find a flavor and or an experience in a drink that we really don't have any experience for any any kind of background for what do you look very intense that's how i am when i taste things what what do you think i can't stop tasting things what about the finish on six though the finish is different on six it's more sparkling on six it's a little sweeter and cleaner but like 14 is like deeper and it reminds me there's like a new mommy thing going on and mommy uh uh-huh uh-huh not yours but mine <laughs> um, yeah, there's like there's like an umami thing, but it's also like uh, there's but like it's a not, sir- there's it's syrupiness like a, to it. It's not it. like a savory beverage, though. You no, know no, no, no. That's, that's like why I have to say umami because it's right. not savory. I but mean, I know that umami is like a savory taste. But if but someone like, hears umami, then they're like, oh, MSG, or it tastes like soup yeah. or something. I got and you. And that's not what's happening. No, but but I get what you're saying. It's almost like uh, I'm just trying to clarify for the listeners. No, you're right. Can't that's a good thing. That's a good thing. They're just very different, even though it's the same coffee. Yeah, uh, the Ethiopian Akise is my favorite coffee anywhere. And uh, I've been, I had been looking for it for ages. Nick and I both had been looking for it for ages from a decent roaster. 
And it's raisiny. Sorry, just going in there. <laughs> you can just drop hashtags the whole time. I will. Raisin. Many stone f- fruit. It's basically very complex, I guess is what I'm getting at. But, but that isn't that surprising? Yeah, that's like exactly. You, you look at it and you think this is, okay, it's watered down toddy. That's what a lot of people think. It looks like a light tea. Well, and I mean, honestly. Visually. It feels sip, like tea. At first sip, you're also kind of like, okay. And then you're like, wait. And you're like, okay, I have to go back in. That's that that's whole thing, look right? to the left, look to the right yeah. thing that we're talking about. Like it's very brain engaging because of that. You don't quite know what's going on. You know intellectually this is coffee, but how the fuck is this coffee that doesn't taste like anything like coffee? Yeah, six more like it does kind of remind me of pears. Whoa. Got it. Jerry's going to knock shit out. Uh, I'm gonna see. It's well, it's delicate, too. but it's it's complex also. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's not like a flat liner. Does yeah. Does that surprise you? Like I'm always intrigued by people's descriptions of Elixir for that reason. Yeah, I mean – it's weird because, it, okay, I engage visually, and yep. then I'll, I'll engage on the taste level. So I look at it, and it's in this vial, and it looks like about the color of like a iced green tea yep. or something yeah. like that. And so my brain kind of goes to that taste experience where, like, okay, it's gonna be like maybe kind of refreshing and like a little like herbally, but maybe kind of the teas that we drink here in the U S for the most part that we use for like iced tea or something like that, kind of one dimensional, right? Which this hits on like a few more cylinders, which makes sense because it's coffee, but it's weird because it doesn't look like coffee, you know? And we all know coffee is like super complex. Not that tea isn't. I'm just saying the tea that's most associated with our cultures. What I'm saying makes no fucking sense. <laughs> well, no, we're with trying, trying to compare it it's to su- like it's, surpri- it's surprising. The drink doesn't make sense though. No, right? yeah. it's surprising to me how complex it is. Yes. Yeah. Not that coffee's not complex, but it just doesn't, visually look like it would be you i know, don't know why you know how brain. i talk about like the swiss water process yeah i almost this is what i picture whenever i drink it i picture that you made an amazing coffee somehow and then you found a way to like supercharge water and then brew it again <laughs> and then like swiss water process a lot of the things the sediment the shenanigans out of there the shenanigans yeah that's what i'm gonna call it for now for all that just because we have to get very scientific and you found a way to like triple distill this thing into this refined beverage where you lose a lot of things. And where do the sound waves coming? Oh, I don't. I, the only reason I said sound waves is because I've got like a, a hyper geek who's like, oh, extra heard of that. There's sound waves in there and they extract it. And <laughs> chop, 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 chop. That's exactly how every hipster yeah. comes up to us and talks to us about it. And I'm like, okay, well, cool. Sound waves. And then I was like, or. <laughs> <laughs> oh. What if they just put whole beans in water? <laughs> Which is literally. <laughs> and I tried it. I walked <laughs> and then I forgot about it <laughs> for a whole week. I walked in the store and, and Jared's soaking in like a big tub, <laughs> just like whole beans in water. It was like, a Lita. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> no. I, I think this is how they make elixir. <laughs> I was like, I'm gonna give yeah, it a try. If sure I, not it's it. not it. If only it was that easy. Let me tell you, like, like you got his hood winked. <laughs> yeah, it was. That was when he was coming out of the shower. Oh, it was gnarly. Yeah, it smelled like Nick coming out of the shower. <laughs> we put whole bean in a hot tub. With it was Alita, and that's how it lasted. And, and we played music. We played music. Prince was going on. Oh, so much Prince. We saw Actually, that's what we need to do. We need to do the next one with Prince. That would be fucking awesome. You should do something with Prince. Remember when we saw Prince? Oh, how sick it was. Actually. When I was living here, yeah, uh, San Francisco. Uh, when he did the th- the twenty one shows, that's here the one. I yeah. went to three of them. Oh, you, you did one every week for oh, three he was weeks. He was amazing. With the, I felt like such an chicks. idiot crying as he was singing a little red Corvette. I'm like, how the fuck has this song put me into tears? <laughs> nah, and I wasn't even a Prince fan. I'm like, what well, the Well, that's the thing, too, is I always kind of li- like, I like Prince. I'm the like, same Prince's way. Prince's songs like, are yeah, cool, cool, but I'm not like a fan. But no, when it, we saw him, we're all 
Fuck. Yeah. yeah. yeah we I were love him. He's <laughs> amazing. I want to have his babies. As I'm crying to oh, little red Corvette going, what the fuck? How am I a grown woman doing this? Prince will do that yeah, to you. Yeah, tell me about it. He's a little man in high heels and I'm like wanting to have his babies. Yeah. What? Kind of looks like a mouse, yeah. but he's not. <laughs> but he holds a guitar in a way that makes a woman want to swoon. Yeah. Make <laughs> kind of you <laughs> actually a little bit. You know why that is, Lee. Oh, yeah, I Come do. On. Oh, yeah. So, y- I mean, I'm here telling you guys it does taste very good and very complex, and I'm confused by it. And I think that's probably why it's so awesome is that you can – it is. It's very brain engaging. And you want to figure – honestly, I feel like I want to figure it out, which I think half of America or more wants to figure it out. Yeah. And Wh- that's great because you have this crazy background in bio – Genetics. Mechanics, <laughs> <laughs> and you helped create Mechanics. you you helped create RoboCop <laughs> exactly along with Elixir, which fueled RoboCop. And we Disney all know that. was in- involved. Who's Disney was not involved with RoboCop. <laughs> Murphy. In this iteration of the story, it no. was no. Get with no. me. No, no. Twilight. No. RoboCop. No. Elixir. No. But it was still good. If you go around the horn about Disney with Jerry, he yeah. will just I've shut you down. Sh- you can't help it. All right, guys, that's the end of part two with Nick Griffith and Lisa Farr. And if you haven't seen Nick coming out of the shower, get in line because the line (laughs) is long. Stay tuned for part three.